So the government has finally come to the party, but has it put enough on the table? Eight days ago, National Party leader Christopher Luxon said we were dealing with a cost of living crisis. And he thought the government should help us all out by cutting taxes and changing tax thresholds so we have more money in our pockets. As we know, the government thought long and hard about that, or should I say long and hard. And just over a week later, it fronted up yesterday and announced that at midnight last night, fuel taxes would be cut by 25 cents a litre. And that would last for three months. According to Megan Woods this morning, three months is not hard and fast, and that may be extended. But for now, anyway, we're going to be paying less tax on petrol until mid-June. Or fuel, I should say, until mid-June. Now, if this was an NCEA assignment, I'd give the government an achieved grading. Remember, there are four possible grades in NCEA. Not achieved. Achieved, merit and excellence. I'd give it achieved because at least it's something. But I think more could be done still to bring down the cost of living in New Zealand. I'll be keen to hear what you've got to say about this today. It looks like the opposition parties, though, aren't as generous as me, and they're giving the government a fail grade for its fuel tax reduction, or not achieved in NCEA language. I think National Leader Christopher Luxon is making a very good point this morning. He's saying that cutting fuel taxes will provide some relief, but it won't address the wider cost of living crisis. And I think he's spot on for several reasons. First, an obvious stumbling block in all of this is going to be the lack of control or authority the government has over producers, manufacturers, service providers, retailers, and whether they actually pass on savings from cheaper fuel to their customers. Because this is not just about what you and I pay at the pump, is it? It's about the impact cheaper fuel could have on the cost of all the things that need to be transported before we end up buying them. Food products, sheep and cattle going to the meatworks, building supplies, all of that stuff. And the problem is Megan Woods, as Energy and Resources Minister, can wave the stick at the petrol companies if they don't pass on the savings, but that's about it. As far as I'm aware, no other industry or sector can be told what to charge for their products and services. And so if transport companies, for example, don't pass on the fuel savings to their customers, then we just have to like it or lump it when it comes to buying their products. The other stumbling block is that reduced fuel taxes, they benefit people differently, don't they? You know, if you drive 15 minutes to get to work, you'll do, you'll do better out of this than someone who drives, say, 10 minutes to work or rides a bike to work or walks to work. Even if they work. <laughs> and that's why Christopher Luxon is saying to the government today, not really good enough. He's saying, what are you going to do about food prices? What are you doing about rent prices? He's saying people deserve a break. What he's actually saying is people deserve a tax break. And you know what? I agree with him. And yes, I have changed my tune since last Monday when I said I didn't think personal tax changes were the answer. But there is a good reason for my change of heart. If it takes more than a week for the government to come up with a temporary reduction in petrol tax, which is obviously straightforward and can be done overnight, we've seen that, then don't hold your breath for anything like a GST change. In fact, the finance minister has already put that in the too hard basket, hasn't he? Another reason why I think tax cuts would really help is that it's a move that the government and the government alone has control over. 
As I said before, we don't yet know whether less fuel tax for three months is going to mean cheaper supermarket bills. I'm picking that it won't. I'm picking that the cheese will still be north of $10 a kilo, well north of $10, especially with international milk prices going through the roof. I'm not expecting broccoli or cauliflower to be any cheaper either after this. So if prices aren't going to change, isn't putting more money in our pockets in the first place the answer? Well, tell me what you think. For starters, has the government gone far enough cutting fuel tax by 25% for three months? I don't think it has. What about you? It's a start, but more is needed because I don't think it's going to make one iota of difference when it comes to buying the groceries, paying the rent, paying the mortgage, all of those things. Another question, what else do you think the government should be doing? Like I say, I think cutting income tax would definitely put more money, more money in our pockets and make a real difference because it's another thing the government has total control over.